It's getting cold outside and my coochie is getting lonely, y'all. Shit. When it was summer, I was still lonely. But I was fuck nigga free, though. Now it's all cold outside and it's about to be wintertime and shit. Now I'm the cuffing nigga chick. I'm still fuck nigga free. I don't get that twisted. But I want to cuff a good man, y'all. Want to cook a nigga some chicken wings and suck some dick. That's my kind of party. But no, seriously. I found out something new every day. You want to know what I found out at my big old age? That men like to be stressed out because their love hormone responds to stress. Which, if this is the case, then no wonder why y'all niggas is toxic as hell. Like, it's all starting to make sense. Now, I ain't saying every nigga is toxic as hell, but I'm just saying, like, you got your good amount of niggas out here that is that are just toxic. Like, they love to just cause motherfucking stress for no motherfucking reason. They love it when you cuss them the fuck out. They like it when you get upset and you got to get all... They, they, they like that shit. Because it's a hormone. It's a hormone that is their love hormone. That when they that when they're in a, in a stressful situation, it, it comes off and it gives them some sort of like reward, like a reward feeling, and makes them want to like come to you and be with you more or some shit. I, it's crazy. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. You people be talking about females are toxic, though. No, you niggas are. You niggas are toxic. Shit. You want a female to stress you out, cuss you the fuck out, call you names, and tell you you ain't shit for your dick to get hard? They dick get hard from this shit. Like, let me tell you something. I ain't doing all that, okay? I'm not getting a nigga stressed out to get his dick hard. That is ridiculous as fuck. No, that's that's not what I want to do. There has to be another way. You know, like, I don't even like conflict. And even though I can handle it, I hate it. I don't like to argue. I don't like to fight. So for niggas that like to be stressed out, you lame, low vibrational, get some help. Learn how to be attentive and compassionate when it comes to women, okay? Especially when it comes to good women because there are good women out here that don't or just not fucking toxic because we've been through that and that shit fucking hurts and it's painful and the fuck no. It makes no damn sense. It's weird and it's insane. Anyway, so yeah, I want to I wanna suck some dick and I want to make some chicken wings. It's getting cold outside and the love bugs is in the air. And I just want to be smutted the fuck out by a handsome, stable, sexy, passionate ass man. Yeah, smut me out. That's what the fuck I want this winter. You want know to know what I want for Christmas? I want to be smutted the fuck out. I want my paycheck 
I want my nice shit and I want to be smutted the fuck out by a man. Mm-hmm. Handsome, stable, and sexy and passionate. I want to be like Merry Holidays and Come Shots. <laughs> but I'm sitting alone, you know, playing with my rose, making myself fried chicken wings and tacos and getting happy as hell when I'm busting nuts. And not worried about stre- not worried about stressing a nigga out or a man stressing out me or you know what I'm saying like I'm not worried about a man stressing me to fuck out and I ain't stressing no nigga out okay so you know that's life and it's great and all but I'm at a point where I gotta keep my dick appointments private I ain't got no dick appointments but I keep them private but I ain't got no dick appointments (laughs) Like, the best relationships come from when shit is private. Like, I had to learn that. Like, let's keep it real. And this shit goes across the board. Like, the dick is really better when no hoes have no access to that shit. Like, when you link up with a real sexy hot guy. Like, real sexy. And he's hot and he's smart and, you know, he's just intelligently sexy and he's emotionally sexy and he's physically sexy and he's spiritually sexy and he's financially sexy and his no bitches have no access to him. He ain't been tainted. Oh, my God. Or maybe he has been tainted, but he ain't been tainted in a while. So, you know, he had to go through mad pressure just to bail him the fuck up. And he's just, oh, so fucking perfect. Yes, that's like, nigga, I want to smut me out. Yeah. I want to talk about bed winching, y'all. I'm going to talk about bed winching for a moment because some of y'all niggas out here and some of y'all bitches out here do not understand that bed winching is a cardinal sin. I'm going to tell you why as a black American, you know, like I said, I'm all, you know, if you want to, if you want to be interracially involved and all that good shit, I'm all for it. I'm happy for you. Yippity yay, yay, yay. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Motherfuckers ain't playing their cards right here. Motherfuckers is, niggas is getting screwed up. Out here, dealing with these snow bunnies. They're getting caught up out here dealing with these snow bunnies. And I'm telling y'all right now, um, you know, it, it it's a cardinal sin. And if y'all ain't been paying attention to the news, then you've been living under a rock. And the projects with your pet roaches and your rats, okay? I'm just saying, because... You know, I'm yo, let me tell y'all something. My nigga, my nigga TJ Holmes, you know what I'm saying? And you know, he, he got caught up out here. He got caught up out here. He got caught up in a snow con in a snow bunny crisis, y'all. He got he got he he had the snow bunny epidemic. Got caught up. I'm tell y'all what happened. All right. So, you know, he he's the news anchor for ABC's Good Morning America. And you know, he 
You know that he he reason why the ratings is up. You know why they've been up for as long as they've been. You know what I'm saying? Because the show came out in 2020. You know, as you know, the third hour of Good Morning America and whatnot. You know, because they thought people cared about COVID at that time, quote unquote, and whatever. So they decided to put this up or whatever because they needed some motherfucking uh buy time. So that's what the fuck they did with Good Morning America three. You know what I'm saying? And it was him and his and um his coworker who was the co-anchor show, Amy Robach, and uh Jen Ashton, who is the doctor and you know the healthcare professional. And whatnot, but we're gonna leave Jen Ashton out of this because uh, you know what I'm saying. I ain't got nothing to do with her. What we're gonna talk about is TJ Holmes and Amy Roebuck, and you know, cause yeah, they he, you know, he's married to a black woman, but you know, he cheated on his wife, a beautiful black queen, with a snow bunny. And I'm gonna tell y'all right now. Amy Roebuck is not pretty. She's not that pretty for real, for real. Like you, you can look at her, she's not pretty for real. Like but you y'all seen his, y'all seen pictures of his wife, right? His wife is real pretty, whatever. So you mean to tell me you got caught up in a snow bunny crisis, fucking with Shorty, your coworker? So now you out of a job. At first they decided to keep him on because it was like the ratings had went up supposedly when the scandal came out. Yeah, the scandal came out. Surprise! He's smashing his coworker. And the funny thing about it was he he cheated on he he, he cheated on his wife. Was smashing his co-worker. So, TJ Holmes is a black man who got suspended from Good Morning America on ABC for sleeping with his co-worker, Amy Roebuck, who is a white woman. Now, that's some scan. That's the scandalous part, of course. The part came and when it was revealed that they were cheating on their spouses because both of them were married. Both of them were married, believe it or not. Yeah. Um, you know, and here's the thing. I talk about this shit in, in my TikToks. I got TikTok videos where I talk about this shit. Cause you know, one thing about me, like I, I used to be a married woman, you know what I'm saying? Like now I'm separated and you know, divorced and shit. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you gotta move a certain way. And the thing is, is that, you know, you can't be married and shit and be out here committing adultery. Like, I don't give a fuck what nobody say, like, period. Because people don't understand that marriage is the highest institution, okay, when it comes to partnerships. Just fucking period. It just is what it is because you're getting law and shit involved. So you come across this partnership and whatnot. And depending on what's agreed upon and all that other shit, it ain't no reason to be getting involved with a married man or a married woman. And that's just motherfucking period. It ain't no reason. And then on top of that, y'all both, both of y'all niggas is married. So no telling what the fuck y'all motherfuckers got going on behind the scenes with y'all motherfucking marriage and shit. No telling if y'all got prenups, if y'all got motherfucking clauses and all type of shit. But now y'all just fuck that shit up. And what's so funny is, is that I talk about this on my TikToks and I get the, the comments are fucking crazy. The comments are motherfucking crazy. Okay. The comments are crazy. But I explain this. I explain why cheating is a crime and why having side chicks or a side nigga is a crime. And most times I get a whole bunch of people in the comments disagreeing with me and shit. And I mean, okay, disagree with me. But there's a, you know, but a lot of those people that are disagreeing with me, you know, are just trolls. Cause yeah, adultery is a crime in most jurisdictions. And if you don't have, and if you don't divorce your partner or separate and have legal protections in place, then the wife 
or the husband can sue your ass and possibly file criminal charges on you. And of course, the side chicks or the side niggas, you ain't off the motherfucking hook. 99% of y'all, um, a lot of y'all be knowing that your partner is married and have main chicks. That's the that's another thing. And I get this comment all the time in my motherfucking TikToks. I get this the same comment like, oh, what if that ain't the side chick's fault? That ain't the side nigga's fault. Then you can't hold them liable. Yes, the fuck you can. Yes, you can. Because it's, you were involved in committing alienation in a marriage. Or you were involved in causing a, dis, uh, a dissolution in a marriage. Period. Rather, if you knew or the fuck not, you were you you caused that you you caused um you caused the ending of a marriage, you caused pain and suffering in a marriage, and believe it or not, ninety nine percent of them know that their husbands or know that their husbands or that their wives or know that they got you know that they got families. Why would you want to deal with that? Why would you want extra drama? That's that it's another thing too, and a lot of people may not agree with me on this, and it may work for each of own, but me personally, like I can't be with nobody who have kids. I don't want to be with a man who have kids. I don't have children. That causes issues. I don't like a con I don't I don't like a conflict of interest type of motherfucking issue. But yeah, like why would you want to get yourself involved in that shit? What's the point? If you if you find out that your nigga got a wife or got a or or got a husband, leave. Be like, all right, I'm out. Bye. I don't want them problems. <laughs> and then the funny thing about it is most of them are okay with being a side dish. And it says a lot about you. You'd rather be a scum than to be a top prize and be, you know, than to be a top prize and be disrespected than to be respected. Broke than to be rich. Like, you know, let me say that again. Most of you, most of the people who are sides are okay with being side dishes. You rather be a scum than to be top prize, be disrespected than to be respected and broke than to be rich. You know? Just know what the fuck you want. And don't be mad when the consequences come with that. That's another thing, too. A lot of people get involved in these relationships or want to get involved in these situationships or whatever type of ship people want to get in. And they're not even aware of the consequences or the uh, or the proactions or the actions that may come with that. You know, for every action, there's a reaction and so forth. Like, people don't understand that there's always a cause and effect for a motherfucking action. There's always a responsibility that comes with the decision. You have to choose fucking wisely. <clears throat> but just know, you know, beside all that, this year, I'm going to cuff someone that I motherfucking like. I'm going to make that man feel like God. Yeah, I'm going to make that man feel like God. I'm cuffing somebody this motherfucking year. I'm cuffing somebody that I like. I've been manifesting somebody. I've been manifesting somebody, y'all. I've been doing the shadow work, healing my demons, healing my motherfucking self, going through the ups and the downs and the flows and the ebbs, 
of life to be able to manifest my nigga. You know, I'm going to make him feel like God. I'm going to love the shit out of him and I'm going to be very loyal to him. Okay? Very loyal. He going to know he in good hands like all states. You heard? <laughs> shit. But first. Let me fight these demons and whoop they ass. Because I done been in some fucked up ass relationships and shit. And I just refuse to bring all that raggedy ass baggage with me in the next one. Because shit. I ain't afraid to admit that I fucked up in, in my relationships. I fucked up in my relationships. I made some horrible ass decisions. I, some done, I done some horrible ass shit. And you know the thing is, it takes a lot. To be able to take accountability and responsibility for your actions, which I have done and still doing. Taking accountability and responsibility at this very motherfucking moment for that shit. Because I allowed for such shit to occur on my watch. I did. I allowed for shit to happen and I allowed for it to occur on my watch. I allowed for it to happen to me because I didn't know any better. And I didn't have love or respect for my motherfucking self. But this time, now this new me, where we at now, oh, I love myself and I respect myself enough to not tolerate bullshit from people. I love people just as much. But loving myself is way more important. And I put myself first before anyone else. And if that makes me selfish, then oh the fuck well. I've been listening to a lot of 90s R&B and hip-hop lately. And I'm going to be honest with y'all. I am so glad I did. And I'm so glad that I'm stuck there. Because, baby. Let me just tell y'all right now. Um, Yeah, I'm stuck in the 90s because I was born in the 90s. I was born in the 90s. Born in the very early 90s. And, um... The music, you know, and the lessons were, you know, in the music, the lessons in the music was real. The lyrics, the everything. It was real. There were there were things in the music in in, in the songs from the 90s that were literally meant to teach us lessons. We were to listen to those and literally receive the message from it. And it's great music and it's timeless music anyway. Um, and it was documented, you know, we, we had video cameras and shit, but we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have that. So it wasn't like everything is recorded now, but it was documented and it happened and we learned with it. We learned with the music. Like right now, I've been listening to it and I'm learning about myself and relationships from this music for the first time. The music was raw and real. And it was meant for us 90s babies that are adults now. The music that was out then that was made by these artists, they really made that shit for us. They made that shit for the 90s babies for us for when we get older. Yeah. 
And if you're 30 years old right now and you're not listening to 90s hip-hop and R&B, then I'm going to be honest, you a hoe-ass nigga and a bitch and your mama is a lame with no teeth and a stink-ass breath and being broke as hell looking like Scruff McGruff's long-lost secret daughter. <laughs> yeah, I said it. I learned how to be an adult through this music and I learned how to deal with and handle relationships. That's why everybody is breaking up probably. Probably. <laughs> I ain't saying everybody breaking up because they ain't listening to the 90s hip hop. I ain't saying all that. I'm just saying, I'm just coming up with a question, a little hypothesis, so to speak. But anyway, I don't know, though. I don't know. Like, for example, you know, Leah was talking about protecting your heart and your peace and expressing, you know, and expressing yourself and being real, you know, expressing and being real with your feelings. You know what I'm saying? And then you had salt and pepper, which is, you know, taught me how to make a nigga wait and prove himself. In Vogue and Brownstone taught me how to, you know, educate myself and my man, you know, emotionally and connect with your partner while, you know, Janet Jackson taught me how to bring that, in, you know, bring all of that intellectual spirituality, mentally and sexually, bring all of that shit together, you know, bring all of that shit together, bring the intellectual with the spiritual, with the mental and the sexual, bring it all together. While Tupac and Big taught me how to be loyal and how to, you know, survive with the hard times. They taught me that you ain't got to be so perfect and so loving. And when you do fall short, you get the fuck back up and you rebuild and you commit deeper with your partner. Understand that your partner ain't always going to be motherfucking perfect. Understand that your partner is going to fall short. But you you love your partner and you be there for your partner. You help him up. You don't pick him up. You help him up. You know, they taught me how to rebuild and commit deeper to my partner. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, I had to go back to my inner child and listen to listen to those lyrics and listen to those songs and remember those moments. And, you know, like I said, you know, you got N.W.A. that taught me how to keep it gangster and get that money with your man. While Uncle Luke taught me how to be nasty and freaky with my man because you're yeah, real ass niggas love a well-rounded woman. They love a well-rounded woman. And that's what the 90s taught me. And, you know, and I'm glad that I was born in 1991. <laughs> you heard? And I'm going to just also say this, too, before I end this motherfucking shit. I stand with Dr. Umar Johnson against the snow bunny crisis slash epidemic. <laughs> sure as hell do, you heard? And with that being said... I'm Dream Nicole. This is Don't Kill the Messenger. It's been real. I love y'all. Good night. And remember, <laughs> cuff your nigga or your chick this season. You heard? <laughs> Bring me on the shit.
pussy on him just like a snuggie Wet and warm, that's the place where he wanted me Spread his legs open like a freak Wanna stop his shit, big eyes, this is the shit that I like Do it, do it to me like we both playing house Put that dick in my throat, I'm like a real bitch choke Ain't throatin' on that dick, get it sloppy, give him toppy Yeah Is for you. 